DJ and PK, Hot Takes Your Toast, brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair, it's 2021, and you don't have to. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cutting-edge therapies. To restore thick hair permanently, text hair to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment, or visit utahairmd.com. All right, it's time for the question of the day. The Utes go down to defeat. Bummer about the Utes. What can you say? Brian, incredible game between two great teams. What an awesome atmosphere. PK was right. Even though the youths came up short, they left everything they had on the field. I'm proud of them for the great season they had, and I'm looking forward to a great year in 2022. And getting back there again. Would you say that part about PK again? I didn't hear you. PK was right. Pardon? Oh, you like it now. <laughs> it's like what now? Never mind. Steve says great game. Ohio State made adjustments at halftime, and it appears the youths didn't. Just happy Ohio State had those five key players sitting out for the draft. Otherwise, they would have blown us up big time. It was four, but what the heck. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that thing was so overblown. And, and they had like 14 defensive starters missed. The Columbus Dispatch had a story that morning of all the players. Give me a break. And, so, and the Utes were 100% healthy, had everybody to go at their maximum. No, they really didn't. <laughs> That's why there was a running back starting in the secondary. (laughs) Did he actually start? He played a lot of snaps, so I assume he started, but I can't tell you what happened on the very first play of the game. But he ended up leading him in tackles, so he was out there a lot. And they threw at him a lot, or he wouldn't have ended up leading him in tackles. Yeah, and they had to drop Lloyd, and then they didn't have any pressure on the quarterback. Um you know, you can dissect that game a thousand different ways, and Kyle didn't use timeouts and in the last minute 43. I was on the field right there. I was standing five feet away when Kincaid got the pass interference that gave him first and, col- first and goal. But you just, even then, you felt like, mm, so what? <laughs> Ohio State's going to go back down the field. Yeah, at least I did. And so I was on Ohio State's side at that point. And then they have that uh, contraption where they move the camera along. And those guys get so hyper. They yell at you to get out of the way like it's the most important thing in the world. It's like a truck driving up and down yeah, the sideline. So that, I'm just going to go to the Utah side at that point because it's not over there and nobody's going to yell at you. So I was at the Utah side and was speaking to people as the ball was being kicked off and administrators and blah, blah, blah. And then you knew what was going to happen. You know, Kyle could have used 15 timeouts and it wasn't <laughs> going to make any difference. And they were going to get in position to kick the field goal. I mean, they got it down to the two. They would have scored a touchdown if they wanted to. That's the way the game was going. So it wasn't going to change. So you felt like, well, you know, I thought, well, you should go for two. But even that wouldn't have mattered. Because they would have gone down and scored. Yeah. yeah. It was going to take some low percentage play because they were playing the worst hand. So do you onside the kickoff? Do you use the timeouts, hope they score quick so you have time to come back? Do you let them score? And the odds are none of those things would have worked. I mean, they're no. all the low percentage plays. And maybe one of them works. Maybe you need to do maybe a couple holding plays to back them up. Put them in right. second, third, and long type situation. Maybe they throw a pick like they threw early in the but, third quarter. But once that wasn't going to happen... Yeah. So, to me, rather than go back and forth on the game, 
I thought that for those of them there, and I already had a friend, a neighbor, Scott, text me. It's a, it was about the experience, and that's what I've been preaching for years anyway. And the experience was second to none for everybody who was there, and there were sixty thousand of them, and it's so many people I talked to, because as I say, I, I was there on site. We were going live on television ten o'clock uh, California time, so. I had four hours, <laughs> and there was nowhere to go once I got there. I mean, I went and saw the parade, and the parade, parades are parades. It, it, it was great. It's a, it's a great parade. You know, been there before a long time ago, and sort of was a, you know, a, a throwback to a younger time for me when I lived there, and that was fun and all that. As the weather was nice, a little chilly in the morning, but then the sun came up, and it was it was dandy. Uh, and, you know, the, the Rose Bowl neighborhood is old and stately. And so you walk people, tons of people walking from there. They had some shuttles, but you could walk. It was it was a decent walk. It's about a 35-minute walk if you just go at a decent pace. Uh, and I did it from the stadium to the parade and then the parade back to the stadium. And so many people were there. And they're just soaking up the experience. I think this, the experience was a smash hit for those who are fortunate enough to go. Josh, a lot of woulda, coulda, shouldas for the game, but the atmosphere was electric. Very cool experience. Right. I think that's what you take rather than you lost a game by three points to Ohio State. David, it was a great game. Someone had to win and someone had to lose. It wasn't our turn to win. And Chris can say, I can say that was a great game, and I'm glad I made the trip. Yeah, see, that's what, that's what I've been preaching for years that that's the way you should approach sports. And look at it that way. And what did you gain from it? What, did, what experience was it? Because college football is about an experience. It's not like going to a Tuesday or a Thursday conference game against Oregon State in basketball. You know, you're in, you're out. Uh, this, was, this was far, far, far more than that. And for everybody, I think it was the best experience they had. Even though the Utes won the Fiesta Bowl, they won the Sugar Bowl, that's great. But this experience was better than that. I think it really was. But both of those two. Even though your team came out three points short. And the game was a lot of fun. Seeing Britton Covey score two touchdowns, smallest dude out there. That kickoff was just absolutely electric. Which I experienced it in the restroom. What? I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> then I go, it's time out, go to the bathroom. And then he runs it back and you hear the crowd? <laughs> no, they, they had the thing pumped in. Oh, okay. So uh, they had the sound in the restroom, the play-by-play, and then you, I hustled back. And then, of course, you can watch it 50 times at your fingertips within yeah. seconds. But to see him explode... That last 40 yards or so when some big-time speed was chasing him. Oh, yeah. That was a nice audition for the NFL. Yeah, that gets everybody. That answers that question in the draft rooms around the league. Yeah. Does he really have that extra gear? Yeah, There it is. Yes, to see that, he actually broke away 
and increase the distance. Yeah. It was impressive. For just one time. second, it looked like, oh, maybe they can run him down. Yeah. And then he had a and gear then he took and they off. weren't. Yeah. yeah. He, he pulled away. That was sweet. And they knew it because they, they pulled up about the 20-yard line. Yeah, that was really sweet to see that. I think everybody loves that kid. And then in the post game, you know, he didn't want to take off his pads. He gets emotional. The voice starts cracking. That's, that's yeah. just awesome. That's what that's what it's about. It, 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 it's not like nobody's going to remember they lost the game. I get it. Uh, but you're going to remember the entire experience. And it was just an incredible time for so many folks who were there to see your team in the Rose Bowl. Everybody got there early. Uh, there was this one couple that, you know, there's a, you're in a little bowl there in that little valley, and, and Internet can be tough because there's so many people. In fact, one guy told me, because I bought four tickets, uh, make sure you send them over to your wallet so you don't need the Internet access. So I'm standing over. I had just done the uh, post game or pregame with Scotty right next to the gate below where the Rose Bowl sign is because I had met my sister, uh, my sister and her guy, my wife, because they walked back from the parade. And I said, that's where I'll be sitting is a little stone wall right out front, literally the gate right behind me. And these uh, folks call me over after I did the hit with Scotty. We can't get in. We can't get in. We can't get internet. What should we do? I got these coaches. I got these tickets from Coach Mack. And I said, I kind of looked at him. You know, you know, Coach Ron McBride. I said, yeah, I know who Coach Mack is. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows who Coach Mack is. I said, did you put him to your wallet? No, we we're told to do that. Didn't do that. I said, well, don't stand here. But they were already, they're right at the gate and the lines were long. And I said, but you got to move around. I said, I found internet access over here. Why don't you come over here? And the lady, she moved away because she said, well, I, I, I know you're Salt Lake Media, but I, I, I don't know who you are. And the guy looks at my credential. He's Patrick Kinnan. We know. I know Patrick Kinnan. Well, I don't know you, <laughs> but I've listened to you. <laughs> Everybody amped up. I know. So we're going through all this. I said, you got to move around till you find it, man, because they're not going to let you in. So move around. And so she moved around, and then, then she's probably about 15 yards away. She screams back, I got it. We got that problem solved. <laughs> To get people in. PK just do a customer service work in the Rose Bowl. Nice. It was really cool. Yeah, a- absolutely. You know, I'd been there before, obviously, uh, but not not like that. And I'm not really a Utah guy. You know, I mean, I know the guys and want them to win and all, and it's fun for them. But, I mean, it doesn't – I felt no different whether they would have won or lost personally. Uh, but for everybody else, and even in defeat – talking to people after and and friends texting me. They loved it. They absolutely loved it. It was a once in a lifetime to date. You know, they're going to get there again some point. I don't know when. You never do. No. Who's to say? Could be next year. Could be next decade. Could be 20 years. Who knows? You know, you you don't know. You don't know what's going to go down. But for those who went, they loved it. And for the millions of you who I saw on the freeway yesterday as we sat in the hour-long traffic to get through Approach the Gorge because they're doing in the Arizona side bridge construction. So you go nowhere for an entire hour. Uh, and there was just tons of Utah people. I went. So I after the game... Uh, I thought you were getting the head start. You were going to go up to Victorville. I did, I did, I did, I did. Yeah. Yeah, and so that didn't get you through the gorge either, though, because it's just too backed up. 
Right. That, that's the next. That, I didn't go that night. Was, no, I just thought that that would give you a head start, and you'd be. But there's just too much traffic coming out of Vegas, going up the gorge on any given day. Yeah, it backs and plus up it's a Sunday afternoon, yeah. and it's the end of a long holiday weekend. Yeah, yeah. So it was the. Uh, I mean, I left Victorville at seven o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and so I got up there probably tenish. 9.30, 10, Saturday, or Sunday, or Saturday night, because you know, I had my sister, drove her back to the hotel. Oh, get this, man. We're, we're coming out of the Rose Bowl, and uh, it's dark, and, and I'm taking her back to her hotel. I mean, I know Pasadena a little bit, but I know the freeway, not the city, because I didn't spend a whole lot of time there when I lived there, although I, played, I have played Brookside, but it was always go to the Rose Bowl, get on the freeway, boom, 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 not get in the city very much. So my wife's telling me, and we got to turn left to get back to take her, my sister, to her hotel. Well, I'm in the right lane going straight, and the left lane, I said, well, I, I can't. My sister, who, my gosh, and she is Jersey through and through. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> Rolls down the window, people next to us, and he's got his window. Sir, sir, we need to turn left, and we're in this lane going straight. Is it okay if we just jump ahead of you? Old lady, no, you got to <laughs> wait your turn. <laughs> I look at her and I say, you know what, sweetheart? Why don't you go to hell? You <laughs> getting a beat? It didn't let us go through. But then the next car did. Oh, okay. And so it took a little while, and then we stopped, got something to eat. So by the time I got a, which is only, Victorville to, to Pasadena is like maybe an hour and five minutes straight through. So I'm pretty gassed because I was up at 5 a.m. the morning before. Uh, I get in the elevator. I forget something. have to go back down to the car. I get in the elevator. I'm gassed. Guy looks at me in the elevator. You're Patrick Hinnahan, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah, this is me. (laughs) And there must have been, just in that little time that I was out in in the Victorville courtyard, there must have been 50 Ute fans that I saw. So they were all over the place. Ute fans represented well. It was one heck of an experience. It looked great on TV. The team came up three points short. And I know it seems contradictory to say this, but I sort of say, so what? Did you have the time of your life? You fans, if you didn't have the time of your life, how are you hanging on? Where are you? Let me hear from you. Get on our app. Give me a call. Give DJ a call. Here's DJ Cell, 801-598-5555. DJ and PK in the morning. Morning. Proudly presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Your reaction coming up, 855-340-ZONE. Went to the Rose Bowl. We want to hear all about it. 855-340-ZONE. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.